Greetings, greetings, greetings. Today's read is going to be an exploration of a website that I discovered today. The website is worldpopulationreview.com. And whenever I read from a website or any other type of source, I always give credit to the source, of course. And I tried to look up who gathered this data, who put this data out on the internet, who was the founder of this company, um, this website. And I have a name. His name is Shane Fulmer, S-H-A-N-E, last name F-U-L-M-E-R, Shane Fulmer. And the reason I said he is because that's who the person is being described as. However, his digital footprint is very, very, very minimal. There are the only photos that I can pull up um, are of white men. Uh, whenever I put in Shane Fulmer, whether I'm searching on Bing or Google or any other engine, it pulls up a variety of white males of a variety of ages. And he doesn't have any other... Um, He's the sole founder and owner. I'm sure he has people who work for him, but it's a... Anyway, so the website is interesting um, in how they define blackness. That's what made it interesting to me. Because, and also what was interesting was how after reading it, I knew it was a white man just by the way it was written and the clear bias the bias is very clear to me, but according to other white males, other white sources, um, this is the least biased source of world population information. So I'm going to just read it um, and let's explore together. Let me know what you think. Do you hear the bias when I read it? And I'm reading it word for word. Again, this is worldpopulationreview.com that's the source and everything that I'm going to read to you you can pull it up on the internet and see it for yourself let's explore shall we this website is such an extension of colonizing minds erasing well, the attempted erasure of black people. Doing a search on the site for how many black people are in the world, you come up with an article. The title is, How Many Black People Are in the World 2023? Doing a search on the site for how many white people are in the world, there are no articles on that topic. This article attempts to define black people, rather attempts to diminish the idea that there are black people in the world or diminish it to an extent like it doesn't matter, like why are we even, you know, doing this? But he's quick to claim the whiteness within himself. So it's, it's a real interesting read, definitely a colonized mind of whatever ethnicity, race this person is. 
How many black people are in the world 2023 according to worldpopulationreview.com? When seeking to identify the number of black people in the world, it is essential for one to thoughtfully consider the complicated definition of the term black. If you believe that black is as simply defined as a person of African descent, then the total number of black people in the world is about 7.8 billion as of 2020. Every person alive now and every person who has ever lived is of African ancestry. Mm. The only question is the number of generations it's been since a person's ancestors left. Readers pause. The only question is the number of generations it's been since a person's ancestors left? Shane Fulmer, you don't get to define that. I don't care what kind of website you put together. Continuing. So, although controversial, that might be about the most objective answer one could hope to get. However, this is not the definition that is most commonly used and therefore not the definition that we will be operating under for the sake of this exploration. That being said, it is of the utmost importance to remember that race is ultimately a construct and that the prescribed title of every race is largely synonymous with different than me. Culture is real. Heritage is real. Ethnicity is real, but race in many ways, is an aspect of divisiveness. Divisiveness. Interesting. And one that is often ascribed to a person from without, not within. Speaking from personal experience, when declaring their race, biracial people, half black, half white, for example, often feel compelled to select the option that is more visible, more prescribable, unremarkably, This often correlates with the option that is in the minority. Therefore, even though I am half white, I always select the black slash African-American option when stating my race on official documents or surveys because the people that I meet would view me as such. Another reader's note. Race as a construct is a nice flower, flower flowery way of describing it. But the truth is, in the United States, specifically, I cannot speak for other countries, but in the United States, when you apply for school, when you apply for your driver's license, when you apply for, when you're filling out the census, everything is about the construct. So in the United States where this person is is based, where they're writing from, where policies and procedures are carried out based on race every day, race is more than a construct. It's actually very real. It, It has a very real consequence of life in America. Extremely so. Continuing with the read. Uh, Does this mean that I should be counted for both black and white population statistics? 
This example illustrates the complexity and uncertainty of this question and serves as a disclaimer to any potential answer. With all hopes of an objective answer out the window and all divisive notions behind us, we can begin to consider the figures based on the more conventionally held definitions of a black person. Generally, the term black is used to classify those of recent sub-Saharan African descent or those with ancestors indigenous to Oceania or Australia. Currently, Africa is the second most populous continent in the world with around 1.22 billion residents, while Oceania and Australia have a combined 43 million residents. Without any shadow of a doubt, Africa is the continent with the most black people. Really, Shane? You're so brilliant. However, when breaking down demographics, one would quickly realize that the continent's racial dispersion is far from even. While it's nearly impossible to get an accurate estimate, likely around 80% of the African population would adhere to our definition of black, the vast majority of which live in countries south of the Sahara Desert. Northern Africa is composed primarily of non-black ethnicities, including the Berbers, Arabs, and Bedouins. In fact, people of these ethnicities are often considered white due to their relatively light skin. Oh, he actually defined some white people. Hmm. Funny how it matches what white people say on the census and job applications and school applications. Mm. Institutionalized whiteness is such an issue. If we take the varying non-black ethnicities of Northern Africa into consideration, we can estimate that approximately 980 million black people live on the African continent. Nigeria, is the most populous country in Africa and the seventh most populous country in the world with over 211 million residents as of 2020. Nigeria is projected to be the world's third most populous country by 2050, overtaking even Indonesia and the United States. However, even the massive population numbers do not paint the full picture of worldwide Nigerian influence. Due to a series of immigration events known as the Nigerian diaspora, it is estimated that as many as one in seven of the world's black people are of Nigerian descent. Although the term Nigerian does not serve to adequately represent the 250 ethnic groups present in Nigeria, the most abundant of which are the Hausa, Yoruba, and Igbo ethnic groups which have footholds all over the world. Colonialism and the transatlantic slave trade led to the involuntary displacement of millions of Nigerians and other West Africans. Although subsequent voluntary migrations have continued to affect black populations in the Americas, especially since the mid 19th century, close to 34 million black people live in the Caribbean alone making up over 75% of the region's population. Haiti is one of the world's blackest countries. 
Nearly 10 million of Haiti's 11.3 million residents are Black, accounting for about 90% of the population. Jamaica is another Caribbean nation with a high Black population. Roughly 2.5 million of the 2.9 million Jamaicans are Black. Depending on your definition of Black, the United States has the most Black residents of any country not on the African continent. The United States is home to over 46 million black people, 58% of which live in the South. To the North, Canada is home to about 1,200,000 black people. Europe and Asia have surprisingly few black people considering their proximity to Africa. While major European nations like the United Kingdom, France, Italy, and Spain all report black populations over 1 million. Central and Eastern Europe have a comp comparably low number of black residents. In Asia, Russia has the highest black population, albeit just 120,000. China, the world's most populous country, 1.4 billion, is home to very few black people. And then he goes on to list the 15 top countries with the most black people. Uh in order of population, United States, Brazil, Haiti, Colombia, France, Venezuela, Jamaica, United Kingdom, Mexico, Canada, Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic and Haiti are the same island, but anyway. Cuba, Ecuador, Italy, and Spain. And then at the end of the article, he says, in total, there are around 1.2 billion black people in the world adhering strictly to those of recent sub-Saharan descent. However, the term black is essentially nonsense. <laughs> the number climbs much, much higher, even if we evaluate based on an objective metric like the measuring of melanin. For example, the Indian subcontinent is home to millions of dark-skinned people. In South Africa, 79% of people are black. I don't understand that last standalone sentence about South Africa. But yeah, so it's interesting the definition that this allegedly half white, half black person is defining black people as, but has no definition for white people. So who are the people who are not not black? And do white people exist to him? Oh yeah, we're all African, right? This The site gets even more interesting. Um take a quick break, sip some water, and we're going to look at the population according to continents, it gets extremely interesting there. Watch. This next section of the website is so interesting to me. It breaks down population by continent, as of 2023, this year, by growth rate. And Shane goes on to say, there are seven continents in the world, Africa, 
Antarctica, Asia, Australia, Europe, North America, South America. As of 2017, the global population has reached more than 7.5 billion people, spanning the inhabited continents of Africa, North and South America, Asia, Europe, and Australia slash Oceania, encompassing the two most highly populated countries in the world, China and India, Asia is by far the largest of the continents with a total population of over 4.5 billion people. Around 40 million people live in Australia slash Oceania, the smallest continent. Australia slash Oceania is a good example of how the definition of a continent can be complex, as this continent is often, but not always, considered to include the subregions of Polynesia, Micronesia, and Melanesia, and can also be defined as including the entire area between the Americas and Asia. If these regions are excluded and only Australia and New Zealand are counted, the population total drops to under 30 million. Notably, now this is an important note when it comes to defining race, ethnicity in white and black. Notably, of all the continents, only Southern and Eastern Europe show negative growth rates in 2017. Europe, you know where the light-skinned people, they sometimes call white, reside and come from the Caucasus Mountains and stuff. With Southern Europe at negative 0.12% and Eastern Europe at negative 0.15%, Europe as a whole has had a modest population increase of 0.08%, which is the smallest growth of the the smallest growth rate of the inhabited continents, although Western Europe continues to have a high population density of 178.31 per square kilometers. In contrast, which, which continent do you think they're going to contrast Europe with? Come on. Which continent out of all seven do you think they're going to contrast Europe with? In contrast... All the regions of Africa show significant population growth rates with increases with increases of 2.5 to 3% across central, eastern, western and sub-Saharan Africa. Mhm. So, I'm not going to keep on reading all of that. I'm going to get to the numbers because these numbers are interesting. And starting with the continent of Africa, I'm not going to read all the, all the growth rate uh, numbers as of 2023. I'll just read the ones that are 1% and above. I'm not, that's going to be too many. I'm going to read the ones that are 2% and above for all the continents that, that they list here, okay? Starting with Africa uh, by country. Nigeria has a growth rate of 2.441%. Ethiopia, growth rate 2.55%. Congo, 3.28%. 
Tanzania, Tanzania, 2.96%. Uh, Uganda, 2.82%. Sudan, 2.63%. Uh, let's see. Angola, 3.08%. Mozambique, 2.81%. Madagascar, 2.41%. Ivory Coast, 2.53%. Cameroon, 2.63%. Niger, 3.8%. Mali, 3.1%. Burkina Faso, 2.55%. Malawi, 2.58%. Zambia, 2.76%. Chad, 3.13%. Somalia, 3.1%. Senegal, 2.58%. Zimbabwe, 2.11%. Guinea, 2.39%. Rwanda, 2.31%. Benin, 2.7%. Burundi, 2.71%. Now the growth rate for Asia. And again, I'm only going to read the growth rate projected to be over 2 point. No, not even projected. The growth rate that has occurred as of 2023 this year. So the continent of Asia, over 2%. I'm going down the list. Uh... How many countries in am I? Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 13. I'm on the 14th country and I finally see a growth rate. Um, Iraq, 2.27%. Um, next up is Afghanistan, 2.7%. Then Yemen, 2.23%. Um, Syria is the largest. 4.98%. And that's it. That's above 2%. And let's go to Europe. Europe is up next. And again, I'm only going to read the one, the countries that have had a growth rate as of 2023 that is above 2.2%. Not 2.2. The countries, the European countries that have had a growth rate as of 2023 that are above 2%. Point, that are above 2%. So let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven countries, and I get to Poland. Poland has had a growth rate of 2.93%. Okay, Poland, y'all doing the thing. And the next country is Moldova at 4.98%. Okay, Moldova. And those are the only two countries in Europe that have had a growth rate as of 2023 this year that is over two percent now we're in north america and let's see the growth rate united states no mexico no canada no um oh my gosh north america doesn't have any countries that have had a growth rate over two percent north america what you're doing to your people no population growth rate now we're going to South America and Latin America. What countries have had a growth rate of over 2% in South and Latin America? Only French Guyana. That's the only one? Wow. And let's go to Australia. Anybody over 2% in Australia? Okay, the Solomon Islands are 2.23%. Vanuatu is 2.38%. Um, and that's it. 
So clearly, 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 the continent with the most quote-unquote black people is just a racial construct. Uh, has the most popu- most population growth. Interesting. Interesting. The last section of this uh, website that I'm going to read from, because I, I want to show you, I, I got to show you the bias. For the people who go on this website and read it for yourself, you may or may not see it depending on your perspective. But this this one uh, article on this site is so biased. It's, it's a little bit disgusting, actually. So that's up next. The next section that I'm going to explore as an example of the clear bias of this website, not saying that the numbers, because numbers are numbers, but when you describe the numbers and you analyze the numbers and you add certain things and leave out other things, you show your bias. So these numbers are about the school shootings by country 2023. And anybody that knows about school shootings, well, gun violence across the United States is absolutely atrocious. There's no denying that. The thing is, when you break down something like school shootings and you don't attribute it to who is doing it, and we all know who are the majority people doing the school shootings and other mass shootings like the one in Las Vegas and just mass shootings in general. Everybody knows who's doing it. But you're not going to define that by race, right? But there's, there's, there's not only a racial bias here, it's also by country, Because the United States, well, I'm going to read it and then you'll see what I mean. So the article starts out saying that school shootings are a form of gun violence that involves an attack via firearms and takes place at an educational institution, such as a primary school, secondary school or university. While many school shootings are resolved with zero fatalities, many others result in gun-related deaths and some are also considered mass shootings because of the number of people injured or killed by the attack. The United States has endured hundreds more school shootings than any other country in recent years. There are 19 countries, um, and he lists 19 countries with the most school shootings, Total incidents, January 2009 to May 2018. And he um, provides this source as CNN. United States had 288. Mexico had eight. South Africa had six. Nigeria and, Nigeria and Pakistan had four. Afghanistan had three. Brazil, Canada, and France had two. Azerbaijan, China, Estonia, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Kenya, Russia, and Turkey each had one. 
individuals who commit school shootings are often influenced by, here we go, somebody get the violins, by debilitating factors that may include various forms of abuse, family dysfunction, mental illness, or other psychological problems. Common sources of motivation for shooters can include depression, suicidal thoughts, a feeling of persecution, retaliation against bullying, or romantic rejection, or a desire for attention or recognition. While sources of entertainment, such as films, video games, and comic books, are occasionally accused of being influencers as well, these accusations are rarely backed by credible peer-reviewed science. Sir, sir, mind you, the justification for these shooters is ridiculous. You think none of these other countries with just one, two, three, and four shootings, you think nobody in these countries that are more populated than the United States, mind you, and less affluent, financially speaking, than the United States, you think they don't have uh, family dysfunction or abuse or mental illness? You don't think they have depression or suicidal thoughts or feel persecuted or are bullied or rejected romantically and don't have desire for attention or recognition? Really? The United States has hundreds more school shootings than any other country in the world. Every other country is in the single digits. America is in over almost 300 in just those years that you you put up. Are you kidding me? I just, this person is absolutely, absolutely biased. And this is, I'm not going to read this whole thing about the shootings, but this is one that just let me know that this person definitely has a bias. And he spoke about a comparison between the United States and Canada because they are both North American countries, right? And he said, the United States is not the only North American country that has had to endure school shootings. Canada has experienced a total of 19 school shootings. The time period that this this data-driven person used to justify his comparison, 19 school shootings between the years of 1884 and 2016. You're comparing 1884 and 2016, a total of 19 school shootings in all that time? That's bias. That's bias. And especially the way he describes how school shootings in the United States are a result of depression and all these other sad stories for the school shooter, right? But when comparing it to the Middle East, and where is that? Where is the Middle East? Where? Which continent is the Middle East on? But when comparing the Middle East and Africa, those shootings are are terrorism. 
as opposed to the people who did it in America who were just, they sad and they depressed and they were bullied. That's bias. To me. To me. Again, I would love to hear your your idea of whether or not this website, which has been deemed as the least biased when it comes to um, population information, is actually not... Well, maybe it is the least out of all of the rest of institutionalized whiteness around the world because this is ridiculous and it's it's sick, sickening, absurd, and disgusting to me. Um, that being said, the last article I'm going to read or the last resource I'm going to read is the breakdown of race. You know, the thing that this person says is just a construct. So I'm going to, for those who may not have this in their country, I have people from all over the world who listen to my podcast. Thank you very much. I appreciate you so much. Um, But the breakdown of race, according to the United States Census, and this is where institutionalized whiteness brainwashes people. This is an example of the constant brainwash of people of every ethnicity, race, whatever you want to call it, defining people in such, it, it's, it's really disrespectful is the word I'll use. Here we go. This next resource is the census website, www.census.gov. And there are five breakdowns or definitions rather of races according to the United States government. It starts with white. Before I get into the descriptions and the definitions, I want you to pay close attention to the use of two terms origin, and original people, okay? Origin and original people. White is defined as a person having origins in any of the original peoples of Europe, the Middle East, or North Africa. Black or African-American a person having origins in any of the black racial groups of Africa. That's the only time racial group is used when it comes to black. That's that's the racial construct. Black is the racial construct. You made it up. I digress. American Indian or Alaska Native, a person having origins in any of the original people of North and South America, including Central America, and who maintains tribal affiliation or community attachment. Asian is defined as a person having origins in any of the original peoples of the Far East, Southeast Asia, or the Indian subcontinent. White people wrote India is a subcontinent of Asia including, for example, Cambodia, China, India, Japan, Korea, Malaysia, Pakistan, the Philippine Islands, Thailand, and Vietnam. 
And the fifth definition of race, according to the United States government, is Native Hawaiian or other Pacific Islander, a person having origins in any of the, once again, original peoples of Hawaii, Guam, Samoa, or other Pacific Islands. So out of the five definitions of race, black is the only race that is not described as having origins in the original people of that continent, the continent of Africa. And that is a lie. Who did they come? Who 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 did Greek and Roman students first come to learn from and then come back to trade with and then come back to colonize and kidnap to enslave the people who were there? There are indeed indigenous African people. The audacity of institutionalized whiteness is too much. And what do I mean by institutionalized? Let me pull up that definition real quick. The definition of institution is a society or organization founded for a religious, educational, social or similar purpose an established official organization having an important role in the life of a country such as a bank church or legislature a large company or other organization involved in financial trading and established law practice or custom institutionalized whiteness is anti-blackness Period. In conclusion, blackness is being defined by those who know, <laughs> know its greatness. The greatness of melanated beings is unstoppable, actually. Because even with all of this language and all of the historical atrocities thrown at Black people, we still the ones that's with the highest growth rate. Still around the world, no matter how you try to change the numbers and make it look like this, that, and that, it is what it is. That population growth rate is the reason that when you watch TV, at least in America, again, I don't know about other countries, but in America, all of a sudden you see a lot of interracial couples because that growth rate ain't growing for the ones who ain't black. And um, policies, procedures continue to just be on paper only. But in real life, 
policies and procedures haven't changed much since the days of civil rights. Quote, unquote, civil rights. Law enforcement is still extremely biased. Old white men still trying to lynch black boys. You heard about that man out there and I forgot which state it is, but old white man was so offended by a black boy ringing, ringing his bell looking for his siblings who were a couple of houses over. He was so offended by a black boy ringing his bell that he shot him in the head and left him for dead. Shot him through his glass door, came out and shot him again. The boy was 16 years old. Didn't attack the man, did nothing. He was looking for his siblings. His mother told him to go pick his his siblings up from their friend's house. So apparently, those black people wanted to be in that neighborhood and be around the white people, right? So thank goodness the young man is still alive. He's fighting for his life, but he's still alive. And um, hopefully the old lyncher will rot in jail. But that won't stop anti-blackness. The language that the census uses to define every other race as original people of their land. But when it comes to black people, they're a racial group, racial groups. That's a lie. That's a whole lie. That's not even diminishing the truth or trying to erase. That's an outright lie. Because before anybody came to the continent to take, indigenous Africans were there with their art, with their literature, with their agriculture, with their cultural traditions, everything. And they taught those people who came to learn from them. The Greeks and the Romans came to learn from them. And they eventually were, became, they traded with each other. There's a long history of what happened after that, the transatlantic, no, not trans, the European slave trade, because that's who profited. And all these banks, even now to today, and all these institutions here today, the institution of whiteness does not want to let go of profiting off of and diminishing and trying to erase blackness, while at the same time profiting off of it. Anti-blackness is the institution of whiteness's apple pie, and it's sickening, and ain't nothing sweet about it. Word.